The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive LLC. I hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend in the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. Welcome to the current podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is Sports Wave. I'm your producer, Byron, alongside Mauricio. We have our host, Enzo, in the building. What's good? We got Manny in the building. Hey, how's it going? Mauricio sounds like it was good. It was good. Episode 81 was good, man. 81. 81. Uh-huh. Kobe did that in one night, and we've done that in a lapse of, like, what, two years for Sports Wave. Sports Wave. Sports Wave. I was not even the same. I'm just saying, I just wanted to compare it because 81, to me, it's a significant number when I were here 81, so I just had to throw out Kobe right there. Shout out to Kobe, RIP. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got to start off, though, with uh, the Dodgers. How are the Dodgers doing? The Dodgers are, are, are still number one. In I know the they NL won. West. They won yesterday. They swept the series. They swept the series against, against the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks Correct. against the Phillies, I want to <laughs> say. Um, they they've been doing pretty good, and mm-hmm. then they just added some depth with. Um, and I this think they new got player. a game today, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, but they've added some depth to their to their lineup. <laughs> some depth. Uh, that was that guy. Have you seen him Byron at all? It's a uh, Kevin yeah. Pillar. Yeah, yeah, an outfielder. I think he with the Mets. Mets. Yeah, played with a, di- a couple different teams. Um, but I, I like it because we're just adding depth to that to the outfield. It doesn't do, put stress on other players. It's not he's not like a damn like this amazing player. I just mm, he's a good rotation like a player. player yeah, good rotation player to have in there and to give other people rest. And um, you know, it just puts in that 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 I was about to say that gaping hole. Pause. Uh, oh. It's about to, it's just mm. pasting that up. Filling basically. the gap. Filling up in the gap the gaping hole. Yes, yes, it's filling that in. So um, the Dodgers mm. are doing really good. And again, I have to go check them out. I haven't done that yet. I haven't booked oh. my tickets yet. Byron, when do you think we should do that, man? Like, your birthday's coming, man. We should just live for the birthday shit. What's good? I mean, might just surprise you guys. But, um, but do they play? They pl- would we'll, we'll have to be like a week before or something. Something like that. Um, the, or maybe even before then. They play today against the Pirates. Correct. So we'll be playing Pirates. later today. 7 o'clock, 7 to 10, their, their, usual, their usual first first uh, pitch. They're currently 33 and 14. 33 and 14, yep. yep. That's their record. That's a pretty good record. Yes. Out of the entire league, that's a, that's a very good record. I believe the Yankees have a... 33 like, and 15. Yeah, exactly. They have a good one, too. Yeah, and if we're talking about the AL West as well, I mean, the American League, we're going to go to the Angels to see how they're doing. They're 27 and 22. Um, and I think that if they just stay consistent, they can... Not they too can, bad. They can they can be in the in the I'd love to see an Angels Dodgers play. Uh-huh. I mean finals. That'd be the World Series. Isn't there like some sort of like negotiation issues going on right now with uh, the Angels? Yeah, that stadium or something. Like yeah, that. they didn't get yeah, they sold. The deal. Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it's a it's, ongoing it issue a with them. Bribery issue going on with the mayor of of the of, Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim, and they're not selling the team no more. The stadium no more. I think it's not getting renamed. Interesting. Oh, like it was the naming rights thing. Uh huh. Interesting. Uh, it says Art Moreno says he won't fight Anaheim's cancellation of Angel Stadium sale. So they were about to collapse that stadium. Wow. Yeah, they were supposed to move in into a new stadium. That's incredible right there. Um, but bribery, the Angels organization bribed them, the mayor. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, came but out. they have lightning in a bottle it, right now, it, so it, I don't. I wouldn't out. put it out. It came out, so it had to be. Um, so he had to step down as the mayor of Anaheim. They ratted him out. Somebody did. They were like, he took millions. I don't know. Some guy. <clears throat> he was committing embezzlement. Let me see if it's Damn. Or let me see who the Anaheim. 
Like, who was the mayor at the time when they just look mayor that was bribed Ooh, by that? Enzo's not wrong here. New York Times Anaheim mayor resigns as oh, FBI. never said he was wrong. Investigates. I just wanted to confirm, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I just want to clear my words. Check it out right I there. never said he was wrong. I mean, I'm on a podcast my brother mayor last week. Told Harry... me to do my research. Now he's telling me that I'm wrong. Mm. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I'm saying yeah. you're right. So just take my word for it, moment. <laughs> um, but we didn't know his name. So his name is Harry Sidhu. Oh, the FBI investigating yes. him. Damn. And he, he resigns in, in, in a confidential information with the hope of receiving one million in campaign aid. His bribery, as Enzo was saying. I love his body. Crazy. So if you're an Angel fan, um, Damn. show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> um, that was one way to keep the stadium. Well, we also had some combat <laughs> sports going on over the weekend. We had some boxing going on in, in the city of Brooklyn, right, Enzo? Yes, sir. Barclays Center. Barclays Center. It's a quite, it's a little, little, it's a little quiet out there, just like it is here at Crypto.com Arena. But yeah, we did have a uh, Davis, uh, Gervonta Tank Davis versus what is is it Roland or Rolando? Uh, Roly Romero. Roland Roly Romero. He fought. They they, they fought together. At, uh, they fought against each other. Better said at Barclays Center this weekend. Isn't, um, he's that guy with that infamous. Um, my cock is bigger than you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said that during a press conference? Yeah, last year in December. Oh, wow. He, he's the worst. He's probably the worst shit talker in all sports. I mean, if you got to say that, then yes, you are. <laughs> Something like <laughs> that. <laughs> that sounds like some, like... It's un baboso. <laughs> and what's worse is that he was fighting Javante, and he was looking like he was winning a couple rounds here and there. Mm. But I, I, I saw Javante Davis was just setting him up. Was really just he was just waiting get, for that moment, trying to get that timing down, and then caught him in the six. What round did he? The six. Get, six round. Because uh-huh. I saw, I saw the. I didn't watch the fight, but I, I did see the clip um, where he actually knocks him out against the ropes, and you, there was you were, you were invited. I don't know. Why and uh, well, I've been like this, and oh, that's, that's the, right. That's right. Yeah, Anywho, it's not. It's but not, look, check this out. But the interesting the, thing, the, they were the, saying that if the ropes weren't there, like he would have fell out. Yeah. But that doesn't. That's how bad he recently. Fell. We've been seeing a lot of people fall out of the out of like fall out of the ropes. It's common, bro. It's just. But anywho, um, there was actual a distraction in that fight. Mm. Um, supposedly there was either a fight had got broken out in the. Like in among the, the people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. During the fight, so mm-hmm. you're in the second round, right? And you can see the the crowd like standing up and like something's going on, and it's almost like it was crazy because you could see the the fighters getting distracted. Oh, so they can't even focus on their their fighting because they're seeing that something is happening within right. the crowd. But they were like still doing it, but it was like they you can tell that they were like yeah, they weren't fully there. there. And then after it came out that supposedly there's like an active shooter at the Barclays, so it's like Bruh. it's like what? crazy, yes, bro. Like, and then and then what is what is Jim Gray say afterwards during oh, the interview? Oh, so then um, he wins a fight. And mm-hmm. He's talking about his 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 uh punch power having being ammunition that he has. He, he's oh, when he's up, comparing he's it to guns, and yeah. uh, Jim Gray's like, oh, we're living in a sensitive time. I think that was a little too extra, Jim Gray. Like, bro, I know it just happened, but it's at the same time he's not. We're in a boxing match. Know your environment. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about boxing, we're not yeah. Talking, I mean, I know, I know yeah, Joe. I, muscles have been compared Jim. to guns for a I'm very long Joe, time. I'm saying Joe because it's, it's like a sleepy Joe tendency to forget yeah, where you're at. But Jim, Jim definitely <laughs> is like he should be out of there. That like that, that wasn't cool. He spoiled his moment. Like he but, compared it to a Glock, or what did he compare yeah, he it to? Basically, comparing his fist to guns, and that he had rounds. And at least he didn't. And to me, it's like. The whole, the whole He's thing not right the now, first fighter to ever do that. The whole thing right now is, do is, is like against ARs, right? And my thing is like, he's talking about a handgun, you know? Right. Like, come down. Like, he didn't say I got a little Uzi in my... Or something, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. No, he just said I got... I, I think I think he should have said I got more like a like a nuke because that, that uppercut mm-hmm. is like a fucking nuclear bomb when it lands. I mean, you know... But this one was more of a hook, would you say, right? I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it was a hook. Yeah, it got a him hook. In. It was a hook. It was like a so his hook. sniper is what got him. Yeah, in this case, but you can. Because I remember, mm. I always think about the way that they, um, that one guy broke it down when we were talking about like boxing, and he talks about like your leading hand is like you know your quick assault weapon. You know, it's it's just like shooting bullets really quick. While this one's like the loading. You know, it's right. like your sniper. Yeah, it's it takes like more it's, to load. Yeah, it takes more to load. Uh, I feel yeah, like. but it's like the analogy is just a way to like break it down. But then this you know, week, this elaborate week, on it. We got. We got um Devin Hanley fighting 
um, Campos in Ooh. Australia. And then he said New he, Zealand, he wanted to fight Devin Haney. If so he we'll see that. who fights now. But, I mean, everybody was at the fight. All his, Everybody in his division was at the tank fight except Devin Haney and Campos because they have a they have fight. fight. Yeah. But Errol Spence is part of that division. No, was okay. there was there a lot of talk about uh, Ryan Garcia with Tank? And Ryan again? Garcia put a twenty thousand dollar bet and lost twenty thousand dollars against Errol Spence. Cause he, yeah, because he put twenty thousand on on Romero and he got he lost. So he can't. really wants that fight, but he's not not ready, bro. Not ready. It's just to, how, how many he th- might be. He might win a few rounds, but then when he gets caught, he can go to sleep. He already how? got caught once a couple fights ago and it went down. But he came back in that fight. Yeah, but, but still, how, how much time do you think he that needs? That just shows you how immature and reckless he is. And I used to root for Ryan, but I still root for Ryan. How I much feel time like do you think honestly, he needs? honestly, the best fight, the better fight to make if it's not Devin Haney is Telfimo Lopez and who and Tank Davis. Mm. But we'll see what happens. Well, what do you put Lomachenko in that book? Lomachenko, he's a good boxer, and he's back in the winning column too. Yeah, but he, he got his he, tune-up fight. That he's he in did. Ukraine, bro. He's not gonna do nothing. True, about. true, true. That's a good. That's a that's good. That's another thing guy to point that. Out. That's another guy that was supposed to be in the building, but he wasn't there because he's in Ukraine. Shout out to to Lomachenko. Illuminati. And then um, I saw that also. What's his name? Jo- uh, Anthony Joshua got a new um trainer for his next fight with against Usyk. It's like this Mexican I did not trainer. See that scene. It was crazy. Yeah, so he's going Ooh, away. Get from... Eddie Reynoso or what? Uh, no, it's some other dude. I'll look it up right now. Um, but yeah, I just I just saw that today actually. Anthony Joshua, Robert Garcia as trainer for heavyweight title boxing. I don't know who that is. Um, let's see who that is. Robert Garcia. He is former 130 pound champion. He coaches. Out of Robert Garcia Boxing Academy. Uh, let me see. Let me see. There's not much more on him. Let me see, Garcia has 14 boxers to world titles among those. Marcos Maidana, Abner Mares, Jose Ramirez, Brandon Rios, Brian Valora. So those are the guys that he's uh, he's uh, worked with. Um, so that's going to be Anthony Josh. What do you think about that, Enzo, and, and the heavyweight division now that uh, Tyson Fury's, like, gone and whatnot? Is he gone? I think he'll come back. Well, I, you think, but against these fighters well, like Joshua, back for out of retirement, out of. I'm just, I'm just saying, let's put him out of the picture right now. Wh- who do you, what do you see with Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Ruiz, Usyk, all these, all these other heavyweights that we have out there in boxing right now? The, I think the heavyweights still kind of it's competitive, but it's not like electrifying. Tyson Fury always had that effect, right? That was only... And then Deontay Wilder, but he lost it. And then Joshua Anthony lost it, too, because he lost. So, I don't know, bro. It's interesting. Ain't, not, ain't nobody... It's more like Durante Tank is the money money division. Earl Spence and, and Bud Crawford is the division. That's the division you want to watch. But the heavyweight right now, they're all kind of even. Ain't nobody really, like... Dominant. Yeah, I they've mean, all lost to each other. It's technically, also, yeah, right? that, and then it's also like the heavyweight. You know, the next fight that to make a heavyweight should be Anthony Joshua and, and Deontay Wilder. Yep. Where would you put Anthony Ruiz in that? Would you put Anthony Ruiz versus Wilder? He needs to get in better shape. Would you do that fight though? Just like give Wilder like a tune-up fight? <laughs> would you just call that a tune-up fight? That wouldn't be a tune-up fight because With Ruiz? A, a heavyweight, these guys can knock each other out. It's just about what who lands. Because Anthony Joshua got knocked out by him. So it's about, it's about, it's like, it's, there's so much power behind these punches that anybody can get dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. Definitely can. Definitely can. Well, um, what's going to happen is we just had a break in the UFC for this past week. Is that what that was? But we're about to have yep. 11 straight weeks of UFC starting June 4th. And that's going to be Alexander Volkov versus Jazino Rosenstrike. Um, that's the headline event for that UFC fight night. Uh, so we're just gonna have events after event back to back for eleven weeks, as I said. And after that, we have UFC two seventy five, and that's when Glover Teixeira gets to defend his uh, that's the main event. light heavyweight title versus Jiri uh, Prostka. <clears throat> I'm probably butchering that, but I butchered the shit out of that probably. One. And in the co-main event, we have Valentina Shevchenko fighting Talia Santos for the flyweight. Valentina, he's uh, yes. Um, but I'm very what, cautious to say it just because you never know. But yes, Valentina Shevchenko. I think Valentina. she's you never, you never know what. What do you mean, bro? Hey, Valentina. Man. Juliana is... I'm going to call it the Juliana effect from now on. Juliana Pena Why? effect. Because she, she, she just... Bro. She was the one to do it. 
But Valentina's Watch different. Amanda yeah, take, take it back, I agree, back, I agree, I agree. I could definitely Valentina's agree. have a different focus. I agree. We'll, we'll have to see what's going on because the UFC also has... Um, we have to check... The, we should all check that in, guys, at least. Uh, which is um, Ultimate no, Fighter. No, they're, they're, no, they're, no. they're coaching right now just to see how the beef is going and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Whaley Zhang going... I already know Amanda's going to take it back, bro. Going up against uh, Ioana Young Jaychik. Um... She beat her ass last time. That's when she had the sick ass hematoma and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't so think that's gonna be a good matchup. For her. I wonder what's gonna happen there. Uh, I hope I hope that Joanna can jump back, can bounce back, and, and get that victory because uh, the the current flyweight or uh, client strawweight champion Claudia Sparza, uh, she damn, I still can't believe that loss, bro. Yeah, um, Joanna beat beat her really badly whenever whenever Joanna became the champion. So I. I See a good I don't know how Rose lost like that. It's just, I mean, seriously, bro. It's just inactivity. Never leave it up to the judges. It's just inactivity. That's why she lost. Never leave yeah. it up to Mauricio. Pretty much. Mm. Um, after that, we have the Calvin Cater fighting Josh Emmett. Um, how does it feel to be a UFC athlete after it, uh, it feels really good, actually. Um, <laughs> He's the UFC you know, guy, um, <laughs> No, I'm a UFC athlete after last week. I'm a UFC athlete. Oh, uh-huh. the title changed. It's official. It's official. Uh, I changed Self, while I was Self-proclaimed. 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 Dana, Dana White signed my brother. Hey. <laughs> You'll be the next CM Send Punk. Send me location. <laughs> Smash. You'll be the next CM Punk. Um, damn, that's mm. fucked up. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> uh, up. Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett on the next UFC fight night. And that's when the uh, same night we're going to get some really good fights. We're going to have Donald Stroni and Joe Laws, Joe Laws on the co-main. And before that, we have Tim Means and Kevin Holland. That's going to be a barn burner. That's gonna be some crazy shit. I don't know. Man. I feel like Kevin Holland's lost a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. Eh, he lost. He won. But his I last mean, fight. he can gain it back. He's in a different division. Yeah, but he hasn't he, done what he. He's not. He's not being electrifying anymore. He won his last. I fight. mean, he lost it. I mean, he won his last fight. So after this, let's see, let's see how he does against Tim Means. Can, I, in this new division, I mean, he could he could actually go through these guys. And Tim Means isn't the type that uh-huh. he likes to brawl and whatnot. So that's that's why I think it, it favors him in a sense. Um, after that, we have uh, Armand. Trashukian versus Metsugrot Gamrot. I'm probably also butchering that. Uh, Dang, you butchered butcher. Saturday, June 25th. <laughs> you butchering shit right These now. These guys are up and coming guys. I think we don't have a main event. You have to look into that, but I believe that is the main event. UFC 276, though, Saturday, July 2nd. Israel mm. Asanya, Jared Kadnir, Volkanovski versus Max Holloway, Sean Strickland versus Alex That's Pereira. a stacked one. That's, Very stacked. It's a stacked one, uh-huh. but I, is these fights of the late have not been that like whoa? It's like uh, it's, uh. I think. Why well, he said he's trying to finish them early? I think against Jerry Cannonier though, someone that's gonna want to be a little more aggressive. I think we're gonna see a little bit like how he how he finished um, Costa, how he finished Robert Whitaker yeah, the first he, time. He said he wants to finish them early. Is he already when, said when that? I feel like fighters are more patient with him? He also has that methodical approach. He doesn't right. have that like oh, I just haven't seen something where he's like, "Whoa!" Like, "Oh shit!" Well, yeah, since the Costa fight, we would have to say since the Costa fight was it's been like that because Yo Romero fought him all like boring. boring. Everybody's fought him with with this approach. Too conservative, exactly. And he and he kind of matches that. He he implements his style, but he'll still like be conservative along with you because he doesn't want to get. Laid I feel out like he, he really got him boring ever since the John Block. I think not, it's all not even the styles make matchups, you know. Um, but we also we have right there, um, Lauren Morphy, Misha Tate is going to be a good fight. Pedro Munoz, Shan, Shan O'Malley, right there. Uh, Uriah Hall is coming back in that fight. Your your girl Macy Barber is going to fight in that uh, card. July second, Jessica I, yes. Robbie Lardler is fighting that in that card. We have a lot of stupid stack card. Uh, When's Max Holloway fighting again? That is going to be that, that, card, that same card, the coming event. Oh, that's why I said that card He's is fighting very, who? Is very Wow, July—that's a month away. <clears throat> that's why I said that card is way too. See, that that should be the main event. Well, they they go by weight classes. So since middleweight's the heavyweight class, that's the main event. The good thing is that we got two five-round championship title fights on that card, and and it, and we've seen this where sometimes the co-main event is more entertaining. When but is when is Conor coming back? Though that's the real question. We'll get there. Let's get to the no, end of this no, no, eleven. No. Uh, we got we got this fight that should have happened like two months ago. RDA and Rafael Fazeev. Wow. Um, RDA's done. I'm just kidding. Nah. He just needs to keep fighting. He's on. He's he's been winning his last couple fights <laughs> too. Fighting. And then we have the oh, an amazing event Saturday, July twenty third. Uh, UFC London. This thing is an also Patty. a stacked event. Uh, Patty the Batty just got signed on to this fight. Pause. Patty the Batty Pimblin. He only, he only wants to he only wants to fight in UK now or what? No, so he says that as far as right now how his contract is set up, it's kind of like Sean O'Malley. He's fighting these he had been fighting these no name fighters because of his contract, mm-hmm. um, and he felt like once I get more money, I'll, I'll fight. So he's also fighting a no name in this this one. But 
to me, it's like the UFC's like you're. This is gonna be another London event. It only makes sense for you to fight again. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that he signed on again. So he's gonna be there, and it's funny because uh, Paulo Costa's like, dude, how do you cut weight so easily? He, he tweeted out to him. He's like, come to Liverpool, and I'll show you. <laughs> so I, I think that'd be interesting to see because Costa's had trouble cutting weight, and and Patty's like, if you see him right now, he's like, he's big. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's not anywhere. You can see, you can see it in his face. Anywhere his close cheeks. to 155. He's, his cheeks look fat. You know? <clears throat> Fucking Byron is all good. You're laughing. Because he said his cheeks look fat. <laughs> Do you want me to define it, Byron? What I mean by cheeks? Yes, sir. Um, I mean his face cheeks, oh, sir. Okay. All right. And so, so that's how he'll look like right there when he's not fighting. And then he'll cut down to that. So that's why he's like, how do you do that so easily? Um, so Patty, yeah, Batty, you see his face though; it's like super blown up. Super blown oh. up. You right here, look. You don't have that figure right there, and then right there, like, oh shit. He goes that's like sick. from me to Enzo. That's all he does. <laughs> Facts, bro. Enzo got abs, bro. He's skinny. That's, okay, so. that's why I'm just making um, the comparison, bro. Yeah, yeah, we also bro. have the return of of Darren Till. And I'm pretty sure he'll be cornered by Kamza Chemayev in London versus Jack Hermanson. That's also in the UK. Yep, they're all those all those fights will be in the UK. Um, and Tom Aspinall, the the he, the heavyweight up and coming right now, is gonna fight Curtis Blades. And if he beats Curtis Blades, man, he's gonna be in some kind of talk for something. I don't know what, but something. Uh, and then after that, we have Juliana Pena and, and Amanda Nunes. And, and Manny already made a stake. Manny already said it, it's gonna be Amanda. So we're gonna hold him to it. When mm. Saturday, July thirtieth, July thirtieth comes up, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this, and that's when um this this is this is I don't know if you guys heard, but D- Davison Figueroa is really mad right now. He's talking about leaving the division because they just lined up an interim title fight between Brandon Moreno and Kai Carl France on that day, and he's like, "Why are they making the decision?" He's upset, you know what I mean? But I'm like, if you're not ready to fight or something like that, and kind of how Enzo have said before, you're not marketable like that. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna leap over you. Yeah, you know? it's because Brandon Moreno is more marketable. Way I mean. more, even Kai Carl Francis, because they yeah, they speak the language better, and they just have a better nah, personality. But also, like Brandon Davison. Moreno is Mexican. Let's start there, and the fan base that follows they him, first him. Mexican Spe- champion. Exactly, he was the first Mexican champion. Him, so I mean, it's it's easy to mark market him than it is to market uh, Figueredo. Figueredo. Yeah. yeah, and I think this is and Kai Car France I believe beat him. before. And the so other thing is too is Figueredo always has a hard time cutting weight. Uh-huh. So like it, it, they always tell him to go up a division, you know, because he can't keep up with that weight. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we'll see. That's interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be there. And that same card we're having Derek Lewis come back. Uh, Paula Costa versus Luke Rockhold. That's going to be a barn burner. I'm, I'm waiting for that one for sure. Um, after that, man, we, I know we still have a couple more weeks after that. I think it goes up to August. Um, but the UFC is stacked for the next 11 weeks. Um, but now when it comes to Connor, uh, today it was him and Masvidal going at it on Twitter. Watching him ride his uh, Lamborghini yacht right now. It's just crazy. He's driving it. Yeah, and, and you know Connor's living the live training, getting that foot get better, um, just waiting for that opportunity. And right now, kind of we said last week, you know Usman is injured right now with his hand is broken. Correct. It's, it's not broken anymore, but he's recovering from it being broken. Yeah, he said he can't he can't fight right now. You know, so there's all these factors that go into it. We have uh, we don't have a title holder technically right now at 155 either. So he can, like I said last week, he can fight for an interim title at 170. He can have a tune-up fight before that at 170. You think he gets Charles? He can, He's in play for all... That's the crazy thing about with Connor. He's in play for all of these things, man. Yeah. He's in play to fight I don't know Charles. If he, I don't know if he cuts down all the way in there, though. That's, that's the only contention I have towards that, is him having a cut down. I don't think he cuts to 155. Especially how he's had a bulk up. I see yeah, him more exactly. like... exactly. He's, he's walking like 210 right now, man. Like, supposedly Gilbert and Ro- and and Masvidal have, like, tweeted against uh, to each other, like, oh, you know, we'll, let's do a... See, I can see that because that's yeah. a 185, isn't it? Or 170. That was 170, so... 170, all right. But, you know, if... See, that's more of a possibility I, because I know that Connor looks like he's walking like 200 pounds bro yeah and i think connor can walk in and fight masvidal fight i don't know about if that, that weight because the 170 seems more possible yeah 
155. There's so many people he could fight at 170. You know, the Nate Diaz fight's still there for him. Nate Diaz is, is over here asking for a fight. He said he was trying to fight Kamzad and Kamzad couldn't, and now he's getting married and all these things. So, so Kamzad came out and said that was BS. And he's like, Are you smoking weed or something, brother? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, So, you know, all this drama going on in the UFC, you know, Twitter's a big, big, big place to, to just. Well, Twitter's see drama, bro, it, no, regardless mean? of the sport. I feel like. George and, and, and Connor's a good fight. It is. I feel like I don't think George is saying a lot, but I don't think it's that easy for him. I think I think, I think the he's trying to sell that fight. Some That's of the fights he's to talking me. shit like he's talking. I mean, it would be entertaining conferences. I'll tell you That's that because they're two both good shit talkers. I think right. some of the fights to make is is for example, and I don't know who would I would go for that. So so there's these there's like four fighters, especially because like, they like to stand and bang. That are all Love tied them. up together in a sense. And I feel like, for example, Nate Diaz, Masvidal, and Connor, all those guys can fight interchangeably with with one another. So why not make a triple threat match? That'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they team up on one of the fools. That'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, so like that, they're all in play. Dustin Poirier is another one that wants to go to 170, and and he said anybody that wants to sign the sign that he said he wants to find that July 30th card. So I think you you had him. And against, he's trying to go up in weight. Well, he cuts down a lot too, bro. He's a big ass. I know he's a big founder. guy. So I, I think that he he's been talking about going up, and if it's not for the title or if it's not like a big fight to be able to fight with, him, he's not gonna want to go down one fifty five. So I think it's fight with him and like I can see him and, training I can partner. See, I can see Dustin and Usman fighting. I can see Dustin and Kobe fighting. I can see Dustin and Nate Diaz fighting. Um, I can see Dustin and and he's gonna be very respectful fight though, but it's gonna be yeah. a fight. Yeah, and I, you know, so Dustin's awesome that play. All and these Dustin's fighters. willing to go to war, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Toe and bang. So yeah. if you had to give a fight to, okay, to Dustin, to Connor, to Masvidal and Nate, who, who, who would you guys say? Mm, I'm gonna give, nah, this guy said a good I'm one. Give, Usman and, and, Dustin and Dustin is a good one. Yeah, but one, I'm going to give Dustin the re, I'm going to give Connor the rematch to Dustin. His unfinished I don't want to see that shit again. What, bro? He, no, that foot broken foot. Okay, at 170, though? That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm down. I don't want to see it at 155, though. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't, nah, I want to see Connor at 170. Have, have that, leave a little bit more power on there. Okay, I'm down for that. Um, I'm, I'm down to see Masvidal. I don't know. Masvidal and Gilbert, I think, is the, better, the perfect fight to see. No, and then I would also say Connor and, and Masvidal, too. And then I'd run it back also with um, Masvidal and Nate. No, nah, we need to see that again. I yeah, I think so. Because that, that was some bullshit. He was nah. winning the fight, though. I, I just, I don't, I don't I just, know if Nate's still I just there don't for like that. the fact that the stop, the fight was stopped over that cut because that cut happens to Nate in every fucking fight. That's the only reason I don't like that. Stuff, that I would want to see that again. That's the only reason why. Besides that, I agree with you. Masvidal was winning the fight. Winning the fight, bro. Um, but yeah, that's everything we got there at the UFC. But now in the NBA, hold up, hold up, I got. Since we said the first Mexican. I just got to throw it out there. You know, we had the first Mexican uh, Formula One driver win the Monaco race, Monaco race this weekend. So Is is he the first one, but he's done it before? No. He's or is just the first one the first ever? Mexican to win Monaco. Oh, okay. But there's another... Ever- What's his name? Uh, Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez. And, okay. and, but there's been... What team, what team does he... Is uh, he? Red Bull. Red Bull. Oh, um, cool. But there's also been a Mexican that's won other <clears throat> races in F1, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's just Monaco's like one of the hardest biggest races. ones, right? Yeah, races. Yeah. yeah, one of the most historical and hardest races to win for sure. Interesting. It's it's a it's a street the street circuit, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but man, do we have a crazy way to the finals this year, guys? Huh. Yep. I don't. I don't think. Any of us? Did you call it, Mauricio? No, Mauricio called it from the beginning. Yeah, he did. From the beginning, how far though? No, he said that that was going to be the, the first finals. round. I was saying that. Oh, in the mm-hmm. fr- okay, so in the first round, <clears throat> we didn't say, we didn't have nobody project predict. Oh, from the beginning win? of the season? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, from the beginning of the season. I don't no, know. he predicted it from where the bracket was made yeah, for yeah, for the yeah. finals. Yeah, because I saw he him said as a that, team. that from the bracket when we had the the the, 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 the last um, teams. He said Warriors and Celtics are going to make it to the finals, which is what ended up happening. It's just. Uh, Damn, guys, we're in a different era of basketball. Oh, definitely. We are, but at the same time, live and die by the three. How you say, right? Not exactly. I mean, not that. I'll say that one aspect, but my thing is that's the modern offensive game of the NBA. My what 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 I'm tugging at is the organizational factor of how how we build a team now Mm -hmm. and how you build through the draft because there's talent everywhere. Mm -hmm. Basketball has gotten so much better 
fundamental wise, development wise, like that's why everybody's shooting threes. Because we've seen that with the Lakers, bro. They they've been able to draft well, even they though they are, don't have top picks. But, but exactly, yeah, because because basketball, the fundamentals and development's gotten so much better. The Everybody's s- a shooter now. You Everybody. have to have a good scouting department. Yeah. Right, and that's something that those teams, the Celtics, there's no have. longer specialist. It's more like you have to have a little bit of everything. Right, and you have, to, but the main thing is being able to stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. So, but with that being said, just the organizational factor of like be, having a couple down years and then being a come back up like nothing, and keeping the same core guys. Well, that's because they never lost their core. Their core was just injured. I mean, Curry and, was injured but for that's, a year. That's my point. Like that's Clay, Thompson, Clay, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, uh, two years injury. That's what I'm saying. But so, I mean, and during those times, since they were down in the bottom, they got first draft picks. Right, but that that's the thing. Um, they're not giving up nothing to win now. They haven't. And, and like, the only thing that they tried to win now was that risk with KD, but it got them two rings. And to see that, you know, Kyrie and KD teamed up, but both of their former teams are not in the NBA Finals. And, and I also feel like it's I feel like it's also a tale of two cities because when we look at the Boston Celtics and we go to the year, I want to say, like, 2013, they had Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, and they gutted the whole... They didn't gut it, but they, they traded that whole core of Bro, they veterans. Did, they did gut the team because Basically, the only yeah. guy, they drafted out of the... After that draft, they got, they got Marcus all, Smart. Uh-huh, and they that's got, the only guy that they've kept since then. They got, I want to say, like four four years of first-round draft picks from the Nets So they had all a, those veterans. Yeah, they, they, they definitely had to suck a little bit too, but they didn't suck that bad. They were still in playoffs and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's the East, but still... I look it at just it, set them up for that, you know. What I mean? look at it like being a Laker fan and the fact that we're t- we just had tied them two years ago. Yeah, for and, the seventeen. And, and when we're talking about like the the Warriors, they really built through the draft, and I say that because I don't think they had to like um, trade any no, players for anything like that. Like they had, anything. they were just a bad team, and they got everybody get Steph Curry. The only D'Angelo is the one they got rid of, and, and that's that Steph Curry kind of. Um, what happened? Yeah, they get a guy. Wasn't D'Angelo with he the Warriors? He got traded away. But that he was got traded. Af- that he was already Wiggins. Yeah, yeah, he got was, traded for Wiggins. That was already after the core has been established. I'm talking about the core that made. That's the core oh, team. Yeah, Curry got got. He he came from Davidson, a smaller. Uh, that was Mark Jackson. Uh, yeah, but he was a small. It was a smaller university, and yeah, Mark Jackson had the eye for him, and the scouting department had the eye for for Steph Curry, and a lot of people didn't want to take him because of how much he shot the three, and mm-hmm. and whatnot, and and a lot of teams could have taken him. Like a big thing is like he could have been in New York, you know, he could have gone to these other teams, but uh, I forget who who New York got that year over Steph Curry. I look over, look at that draft right now. Kemba Walker? Pa- no, because he, he went to the Hornets. Remember? Just went to the Hornets. Kimball Walker, he you know, he started with the Hornets. Um, so Steph Curry was the number. He was the number number seven pick. Um, the number one pick was Blake Griffin. Then it was Hashib Tabit. Then it was James Harden, Tariq Evans, Ricky Rubio, uh, John Flynn, and then Steph Curry. Jordan Hill went to the Knicks. DeMar DeRozan DeMar DeRozan went to the Raptors Brandon Jennings went to so the you got to look at the draft And look at the first round Look at the number one overall dra- pick Blake Griffin The guy Usually the number one overall draft pick Is somebody that they're picking off of Who can Can he help this team immediately after And that's why Blake Griffin Did come and impacted that team Immediately after The one through five is usually like that Yeah Five through ten is Three to five year process of seeing where they're gonna be. They, they look like they're gonna be great, but you know, there's a lot of outliers also. But it's crazy how like um out of all out of that top ten, you know, Demar Derozan, Steph Curry, James Harden are the one. I always said I have to say right now as of right now, Steph Curry and Demar Derozan really playing at a at a more elite level. James Harden kind of just ever since they they changed that rule. Of of the foul calling, his game has declined heavily. Oh, where he can't do well, the four point play anymore. Ever since that, no, it wasn't that. It was when he was driving and he was getting a, 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 a what was it? A, the four point play for on the three. That's one of them. But the other, yeah, one that's when he used to, he used to make a lot of points off of that. Though. Right, but the other one, the, the they changed the the rule to when he's driving, he can't. The euro step. Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 extending the ball. Oh, he would extend the ball and get it hacked, and then they would call yeah. the foul all the time. They stopped doing that, so he's. He yeah, where he would just hold it. Right. He, yeah. was, he was averaging yeah. like 36 points a game in those seasons. But um, I, like I said, that's just kudos to those organizations. And I hope the Lakers are taking notes because... And I and I like the fact that the Lakers aren't trying to give up no more draft picks for to give up 
Russell because we had to sit on the the fuck up. Yeah. Sit on it, man. Like, what are you going to do? Try to prolong your, your shit to do this shit now. It's not going to work that. We're not yeah, in those gonna, days you're anymore. You're going to sacrifice too much future if you do right, that. Right. We're, we're not. Big question, guys. What? I saw something today that said that during the draft lottery, the Nets and the Lakers discuss a possible trade between uh, Kyrie Ir- for Kyrie Irving and Wesley Westbrook. That's fake. Just though. a swap? Huh? A swap? Like, yeah, a trade between those two players. That's fake. What do you mean I, fake? I mean, I doubt it happens, honestly. I mean, I think how would that, that help? How uh, just, uh, let, let I doubt play. KD wants to play with. I'm Russell. saying what I heard. You know what I mean? And I think right, that, that was like of off day, of one of those fake Instagram posts. Instagram posts. I wasn't like nothing off like ESPN or nothing like that. No, I know, but all, all of these things, all of these things come out from those things. And then later on, when shit happens, it's like, oh shit, this was mentioned. This was a, a crazy rumor that we heard four months back. Like. Things like that can happen. It's just a rumor, and I don't, I don't see it as as the craziest thing. Just being that. So this is what was happening is, at Kyrie with what, Kyrie Irving. Was happening. What with I Westbrook. read was that two executives met for lunch, and they were both complaining about their star point guards, and that the um, Rob Palinka was complaining about the drop in 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 play in Russell Westbrook, and then the the GM of the Nets was complaining about. Kyrie's unavailability and how difficult he could be. And that's why from this they did extends the rumor. Yeah, and then now they're like, "Oh, they want to trade like that's not going to happen." Yeah, no. Bro. Sorry. I mean, I think I I think they could find a way to work with Russell still. I Even mean, we just hired as, we just have yeah. we just hired a guy that we already had on the Lakers um co- assistant coaching staff. At yeah, one that point. he was there during the Kobe was he, years. I, I don't know if he was player development or I think he was because like he was that. helping um Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, Metal War Peace, um, and something like that. Yeah. So we still have to see who's going to hire as assistant coach. I don't think they've they've he's 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 hired that yet. Uh, yeah, they haven't seen his supporting staff yet. But honestly, guys. Ah, shit just sucks to see like the Celtics up in the, in the finals again as a Lakers fan. It's all good. No, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, all good. What are you I'm, talking about, I'm bro? glad it's against a good team like the Warriors. And, and I'm I'm personally rooting for the Warriors. Mm, exactly, bro. I'm, that's I'm, that's how bad it is, bro, that it's making me a temporary Warriors I think that supporter. the Warriors are going to... The Warriors <laughs> still, I feel like, have one big thing over them, which is experience. I mean, that's what I said from the jump. Yeah. I think that so, the Warriors let's go, also let's go have, back to the series. They're able so. to space the floor a lot better. I don't think they're as streaky as the Celtics are. Um, I don't. Yeah, the Warriors are just they're systematically. I think they're the a Celtics lot more sound. Just, the Celtics are just, but but the Celtics are a better defensive team, and they play better away. They don't play better at home. Here's the. Here's I would the, say you're right because of Al Horford down low, but besides that, they're not really driving to the rim like that. Who isn't? The Warriors, the to, Mavs, to, to, though. What do, make, what do you think Andrew they need? Though? Drives. What do I mean, you mean about Powell them? drives? What are you talking about? Yes, they do. But That's they're gonna kick they... out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like their their game is based on them driving and making it at the at the basket. And they do sometimes. Don't get me wrong. But what do you mean? But I just crazy, feel like crazy against like system among, amongst one of the highest. I just um, think systematically the they break down that defense a lot more. Their offense will break down that of defense. Of course, it's just, it's the it's the Warriors, but the defense that the Celtics have is hell of impressive, bro. What were you saying, Manny? Yeah, when it comes to maps. Well, it's because I was saying we 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 went straight to the final and we skipped over you know the games that actually the series that happened. So going back to the Warriors Mavs series, what do you think that the Warriors? Is... I mean, the Mavs need in order to improve. They fucked up by letting go of Porzingis. Pretty much, they need a they need a they needed a big need a second fiddle to, needed... a good second fiddle to him. No, I mean, yeah, that's the fiddle, Good right? Robin, yeah, second fiddle, a Robin to. But this to is Lucas. the issue with that was that, um, because there were there was Porzingis, a lot of attention I, on Luca. I think, yeah, and Porzingis double teaming had, him and everything. Yeah. But this is the thing; he, they just couldn't mesh together, and I feel like he should have stayed there because, um, it it would have helped on rebounds, on defense, on on buckets too. Because when you need a bucket, it's not just gonna be. Him trying to Luca trying to get a, bu- a bucket, but Luca needs a little bit more help. Now on the flip side, who Miami? Does Eric Spoelstra gotta go? Nah, what the fuck? He got him to the fucking. He's been to the finals. In I the mean, last he's been years. helping them get to the finals. I mean, he's but been, at the same time, got like a oh my, like Jimmy Butler. Not Jimmy Butler's a star. That's my but point. He's not a superstar. That's my point. He during the finals that they went against the Lakers, 
they had they had Jimmy Butler and like Bam Adebayo, and then Tyler Hero was coming up as this like good player, good role player. And now they have Kyle Lowry, have Victor Oladipo. They have more talent, and they fell short again. And I feel like it was because but it's that they got hurt, bro. Tyler Hero wasn't be able to play. The other Duncan wasn't playing, wasn't hitting well. Like, and then Victor Oladipo came late. He didn't and, even have a full season. And he came back from he came back from injury. And right. That's my question to you though is that like, and look how w- good he made him work. work. But I might think it's like I don't think it's like okay, or you are fucking up. I'm just saying. Do you just give someone else another fresh no, start no. with that? No, okay. No, you Bro, what question. are you talking about? Because Especially after, after, after Jerry Sloan. But after never, si- Jerry Sloan went to the NBA Finals how many times against uh, but against after Bulls also and seen, they still kept him? You know why he left? Because of the, he didn't get along with Darren Williams. So until maybe that's my that, saying, but like but we j- also saw this season how him and Jimmy Butler were like yeah, but Jimmy, Jimmy, face Jimmy face Butler's known for this, and then it's also they are so like ever since that stretch they became the best team in the NBA. Did you know that? After that outburst, they had the best record in the NBA. And then guess what? They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. The only thing is, me personally, the shot Jimmy took was it advised. I would have dunked on somebody. But that was a tired shot. That's and all I'll, it was. I'll, but I also just look at someone like Bam Adebayo. And I'm like, Wait, dog, you should, should be... Shoot a three now. Bam Adebayo nah, should, the... should also be having better games. And that's why I question something like what Eric Spolstra. He, he had a great game. A, it probably, was just yeah. him and, and, and Jimmy that but were getting... Throughout the series, there was games where Hafu just bro, did not you... show up, bro. Defensively, bro? Like, what do you mean They stretched it to seven games. And, 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 and that's, I, and that's I, another thing I'm gonna like point maybe, out. Right maybe maybe he needs to be more right offensively. You're, we're talking about defense too, right? The Celtics were able to shut out the Mavs in in in, in less time. Where we're the talking Mavs about the, I mean, the I mean the Warriors were able to shut out the Mavs in five games. The Celtics had yeah. to go seven games okay, against. Did you against, watch the games? But against, we're talking about an injured team, though, right? Which ones? We're talking about the yeah, Heat. Man, injured, right? injured, yeah, So they had to go seven games against a team like that, and I feel like. If their if their defense was that good, I think they should have been also a five game series, if not a six game series. They should have ended it in in Boston. The thing is that Boston doesn't play good at home. Go look it up. <laughs> and the Warriors play good away. Yeah, but so do the Boston play good away also. So that's where the game's gonna be but, interesting in in the Warriors. But the Warriors yeah, the play Warriors, great at home, bro. Yeah. Exactly. But they so still I, lost I, to Luca. They so, saw, they lost one at Luca. They with that being said, with that being said, Warriors in five. Bro, they they threw that game. Let's let's be real. I mean, no, the, nah. actually, the game that they lost was at Dallas. My bad, and that was when it was um. No, no, and they threw that game. Like they threw who, their who, bench. Who? No, no, the Warriors threw their bench in that game. They, but they threw the bench once the it was already yes, blown open, bro. To that game that they won, that bro, they won. Bro, yes, when you, when 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 a they team, like when through a, the end, they were like, oh, let's put our stars to like that's what bring I'm back the pointage a little bit. They do that towards. So, they do that towards your when you're already blown out. If the exactly. like, you know, but it wasn't that they threw the game. I feel like they got outshot that game. I feel like what Luca did too. He was out. He was shooting himself in the foot. He kept shooting threes that were like, bro, you're not hitting. Stop shooting. Get to the basket. But tired legs. But again, I, I'm saying Warriors in five. Uh, I'm gonna Warriors say it's gonna go six. Warriors, Warriors in six. And this series starts off on Thursday at six p.m. in San Francisco. We got two games there. Actually, my bad. Yeah, two games there. Two in uh in Boston. Then we come one back for game five here in San Francisco. Game six in um Boston, and game seven will be here in San Francisco again. If we get to game seven, it will be July nine, June June nineteenth. Sorry, um, I think it's like June ten. Huh? Yeah, uh, ten days before the draft around there. The draft is like June thirtieth, something like that. Um, so that's what we have in the NBA, and we can say we got a new coach for the Lakers. What we'll still see how it was uh, he's Darwin? What Darwin, Darwin Ham? He's a former player. Played with the Bucks. Played with the Nuggets, uh, amongst I think other teams. But yeah, like you said, Enzo's a that's former. That's crazy. Coach. You think if Kobe was still to be alive, he probably would have got co- uh, coaching. Probably like, would have been tossed. Like, hey, the- you want to coach? <laughs> <laughs> be rumored for sure. I wouldn't doubt it. Fucking around, have Kobe come and play too. Like I'm fucking suit up this game. Fuck it. Shoot up. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so this week we had some football. Oh, first of all, we heard before we get to all that, man. For the last two weeks, you've been butchering part of this soccer segment. So I gotta you know, heal it up a little bit. We haven't even um, really done it. What are you it, talking about? Yeah, you've done it in the last few minutes, but he's given false information. I, I've texted him and been like, "That's fine, bro." Y'all that, like, bro, that, you, you that's said why, false that's why we need that's the why soccer guy, like, yeah, but he don't want to come. You know, exactly, bro. He could have uh, zoomed in. Could have zoomed in. That's what I said that day. All right, so let me go he through this. He could have zoomed in last weekend too from his bedroom. Right. Huh? I, I, I'm gonna put up the list for you here. 
All right, let's do this real quick. All right. There so, it is. There's a list right there for you, bro. Uh, you know how to do that. I have it on my phone. Uh, no, I do that. Ne- do that. Netherlands. In the Netherlands, their league, Ajax wins that league. In Portugal, we have Porto who won the league. Um, and then, you guys at it. Atlas. All right, bro. Uh, we're going to talk about Mexican soccer, apparently. I mean, we're Atlas Mexicans. And then, kidding, and then also, we're going to add the Salvi League, according yeah, to bro. Mauricio. We had a Classico last night. So, bro, was good. Alianza apparently won. Hell yeah, yes. they did, bro. I'm asking um, my dad for dressing. Now, let's go Salvi. back to real soccer. Um, AC Milan <laughs> won the league for the Italians. Uh, Bayern did it for the Germans. Uh, Real Madrid did it for the Spanish team. Manchester City did it for the uh, Premier League. Uh, PSG, which you already know, did it for the French League. And then we have the different stages of different European Cups. So Roma from Italy won the Europa Conference League, which helps them qualify for the Europa League. Um, And that also made Mourinho the first coach to win all those trophies. He won the Europa League, the Conference Europa League, and the Champions League. Um, And then we had Frankfurt, who won the Europa League, and that helped them qualify for the Champions League. Um, and then in the Champions League, we had Real Madrid versus Liverpool. And in that, we had Real Madrid winning the Champions League. And now, what, give me all your complaints about the Champions League. And one more time Ooh. at the end. Uh, no, I already <laughs> said them. I already said them. All right. So, yeah. I will not repeat so, that. <laughs> um, we're going to address someone's complaint because a lot of, uh, 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 there's a couple complaints. All right. So, first, um, we have Camila Cabello complaining that uh, her, her, uh, Performance was not taken seriously. That people yeah. were chanting over it. That you know, and, and so that's that's one side of the coin. And we get that, you know. Uh, with no offense to Camila Cabello, I feel like in the international stage, she's not the she's most well known artist. Well known, yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot of other name artists I can name that probably would have had maybe a little bit better effect, but not maybe also the same effect. Mm-hmm. Even being well more well known, just because. Mm-hmm. There's certain ones you have to have like a fucking. Well, you also like, take into consideration that the, there was a lot of vandalism going on, people uh, breaking into the stadium. Yeah, it's breaking into the stadium. They were saying that uh, on the Real Madrid side there was just normal security, while on the Liverpool side there was actually police enforcement, um, which tells you you know how how the atmosphere well, in Liverpool, the stadium. Liverpool is, is I mean, Liverpool it, is known for its wild yeah, fans. I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, Scousers. So that's that's one thing, and then the other thing is you got to remember that the the game was delayed. The game was originally oh, yeah. supposed to start at twelve, was it? and was it, it was her performance supposed to be a halftime performance. They, no, they it, it was it was supposed to be in the pre-game. beginning. It was like a pregame. Oh, I, but I like her performance what... was delayed. The game was delayed. So it's understandable for like fans to be like, "What the hell? Up, you know, I paid for been this. Drinking. Yeah, they I paid for this. It's supposed to be starting at twelve. And I mean, yeah, you can see the videos of like the the live versus the on TV. So the on TV, you can hear her performance, but then you watch the the live, and it's just a stadium roaring, you know, and you can't even hear what she's saying. Yeah. So uh-huh. I mean, she felt very disrespected. I mean, it's understandable as an artist, you try to like impress and show your art, and it's like no one's paying attention to you or even singing along to your songs. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, the speculation, if it was a bigger artist, maybe can grab their attention. But at the same time, but when you look then, at all, you the, have to not just be all a, the little things that are happening, you're like... You can't uh, just yeah. be a big artist. You also have to be a transcendent artist because, like, these fans right here are not just, like, young fans. They're Yeah. There's a big I demographic I get what you mean. You're there. talking about the transcendence through generations. The, the generations. There's, a, big, there's yeah. a huge demographic there, you know what I mean? So I think that, you know, that... Those those pool of of artists, not that they're not still there, but it's like, it's it's tough to get them to come and be like, oh, come yeah. and do Champions League of all yeah, things. Of you know all what things. I mean? They would rather do a World Cup or a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even then, it's like a pregame. I think the slot is also questionable. Like Enzo mm-hmm. said, I think it's better to have it in the halftime for something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought it was for. That's why I was like, well, yeah. first I, I really like, I recognized there was a game delay. Yeah. And then I recognized, like, why is she singing? Isn't it just like a halftime performance? I usually? think when it comes to pregame performances, you have to be very methodical with it. It mm. can't necessarily be. Oh, a, we have to look at it. I think it was a halftime. Man. No, it was a pregame. No, it was a pregame. Because that's how they did it last year, too. Yeah. So um, since um, the, the rights uh, were changed for Champions League of uh, broadcasting for the TV, 
um, the American broadcasters um, have wanted to add different things that they do. So last year they had um, Marshmello uh, DJing, and then he had two other artists with him. And I think that's a little um, better because you can add different elements that kind of engage with the fans and engage the teams and things like that. But when it's just an artist, it's like it's you're putting a lot a spotlight on the artists. Mm-hmm. And I feel like unless you're doing like a, an, an anthem of a country or something like that, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to kind of grab the people. Yeah, because you know, you know, we have we have celebrities that to do pre games for NBA games, but they're usually doing the national anthem. You know what I mean? So no. it, they have more of a significance of it's more people will show more respect because it's the national anthem. You know what I mean? But if it's a performance before the, before the game, we have certain issues, like you said, delays, yeah. fans being riled up because it's a final too. Like yeah. they're anticipating this shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like give them the anthem. And the stadium the, was full. Give man. them if you want, like because what they were chanting. COVID. Also. What they were mm-hmm. chanting too are are the like the, the songs of the, the songs of their of the, team of their team. So it's like you yeah, can. So do like Real Madrid is singing their chants for Madrid and Liverpool singing like, their chants for should, Liverpool. They should have just done a, something for each of them with their chants. And that kind of that kind of favors everybody. Hypes them up for the game. Let's get the game started. I think she's just too, too sensitive. Partially that too, but you know, you're a soccer game. What the hell do you expect? You know, um, but the biggest sport in the world. Like I said, there's oh, she's a Latina. Like let's say let's say Prince was still alive or Michael Jackson. I feel like that's the only person that can perform uh, that's transcendent enough throughout generations well, and stuff. Is it Michael Jackson in his prime or Michael Jackson now? Because I don't think they would have been. Not as electrifying as he was before. I mean, the Rolling Stones is out there still fucking electrifying people. Yeah, but they so. don't dance like that. They're just I like standing that. there, like. Dun, dun, but at least they dun, still sing. Like, dun, dun, for example, dun. Prince. He 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 at least was playing his instrument and performing. So I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like someone like that that's transcendent as fuck. Like that. That'd be like, damn. Yeah, people are gonna be like, like Elton I mean? John or something. Something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe. But even you know what I mean. But. That's that's what's going you know on. I mean, I know. I mean, I mean, I'm saying sports wave number 81, guys. Thank you very much so much for joining us today. If you like what you're watching, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you're listening. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, Enzo. Thank you, Manny. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, Marisa. Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the current pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.